I can't really make a solid judgment. I think you should have performed a citizen's arrest. <laughs> Throw the book at her. That sort of thing does not go unpunished. There are a lot of shows out there that have been animated or are anime that I think tell stories better than live action ever could. And it's one of those situations where I don't think I could genuinely recommend this to everyone because there's some people, if I told them, like, wow, I love this movie, they'd watch it and think I'm a sociopath. <laughs> if Shyamalan can't do it, then nobody can. <laughs> Is that the standard we're at now? If Shyamalan can't do it, no yeah. one else should bother? I mean, have you seen The Happening? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, my God. Um, how's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Board and Browsing Podcast. My name is Danny. I'm Sean. I'm Samson. So first off, we just want to say thank you all so much for the support in the last episode. We got a ton of people tuning out to listen to us, and it was really, really awesome. So we thank you so much for that. Uh, we're actually now on iTunes, so you can check us out there. Uh, we're on a few different streaming sites, so up to you which one you want to use. But thank you once again for listening. Um, one of the things we actually realized was we weren't doing a good enough job of recommending mending things last time there was a lot of free form a lot of like riffing back and forth which was a lot of fun I, I think we can agree that we had a good time doing stuff like that but I think in the future since this podcast is designed to find you shows to watch and recommend things we probably want to split the way we do it so I'm thinking a 50-50 type design where half the time we have more structured episodes and really recommend things half the time it's just like kind of riffing and talking about like movies and film and our experiences with that so if that's something you feel like would go really well uh let us know we're more than happy to have your feedback you can also follow us on instagram at board and browsing podcast um that way you can stay up to date with all the newest episodes coming out and any other information that we might post over there we want to just give a heads up you might hear some people singing or some music yeah i think they're holding an acapella practice yep. next door um yeah so we're in a practice recording room right now which is uh where it's kind of soundproof but at the same time we can hear their beautiful voices mm. so angelic mm. yeah i guess angelic would be the right word it's it's a voice i'll, I'll say <laughs> that they're not bad but it's definitely not something i would listen to right now so i'm <laughs> sure that's why they're practicing because uh. it is like beginning um but yeah so if you do hear anything of that nature please be warned it is not our fault it is more along the lines that we can't avoid this so hopefully we'll be able to do some stuff with audio editing but for the most part you might hear some choir in the background and it'll be like you're in a evangelical church mm -hmm. but oh, yeah and i know that's where we all want to be <laughs> at some point in our lives mm -hmm. i actually used to think i would burn if i went into a church uh because i'm jewish oh because <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one like in my mind i was like all right we can go to temple people go to church why can't I go to church? Oh, there must be some kind of consequence to it. Ah, yes. And it, it's spontaneous combustion. I mean, how else are you supposed to explode? Uh, you, there, I can't think of another way. Yeah. All right. So uh, welcoming to our first new segment of the podcast, I want to talk about some news and information that I found out this week and get your ideas about it. So talking on the topic we were talking about last week, we're the only Baby discussing Yoda. the coronavirus this week. No, here we go. <laughs> uh, no, we're talking about the Bud Light virus. 
Uh, <laughs> no, uh, so talking about the stuff we were going on last week, Baby Yoda now has a life-size statue that is on sale. So Sideshow Collectibles is revealing a $350 life-size The Child statue. Stands at 16.5 <laughs> inches tall, and it's an accurate tuft of fur on its little green head. I plan to buy four. As, like, garden gnomes? As uh, bed stands. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mattress <laughs> risers. Bed risers. Yeah, bed risers. That's uh, the term. Of Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm, yeah. C- can you imagine if it became popular enough that people in college dorms use those instead of bed risers and you just walk into every room? I can imagine it because I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'll start this trend. Sean's a pioneer. <laughs> um, the next piece of information, One Piece is now getting a live action series on Netflix. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> they break everything they touch. Yeah, I mean, like, they've been doing a lot of live action Netflix anime shows, and I'll be honest, Death Note was pretty entertaining despite being terrible. <laughs> I didn't watch the I didn't watch the the, the live action thing. I who who was um who played? Oh my god, why wasn't was it Willem Dafoe? Well, that's yeah, what yeah, I was, was thinking. Yep. Oh boy. I mean, wow. it would like if you take it at face value and you've watched the anime, it is awful. It is one of the, like, the worst ways they could have adapted it. But if you just go into it like, this is going to be kind of funny and entertaining, you'll have a good time with it. It's fair. So what are, what are your guys' opinions on like live-action anime series in general? I don't know. I think that it can work. I just don't think it ever has yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't watch a whole lot of anime, but uh, animation is a very specific medium. And it doesn't really usually make a whole lot of sense to, um, you know, make live action adaptations of cartoon movies at <laughs> Disney. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, SpongeBob the Musical was very successful. Oh, dude, I, d- I saw I it twice. That. I saw it with the original Broadway cast. That wow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, man. It has to be good enough that you went back a second time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not even close by, it's is it? Really good. I saw it. So I saw it, like I said, uh, with the original Broadway cast in New York, and then um, I saw it when it came to uh, Boston with like mm. uh, Broadway in Boston or whatever it is. Um, Which one was better? Uh, I saw a matinee in New York when I saw it with the original Broadway cast, and um, there was this goddamn old lady with her grandchildren in front of me, and she kept giving them snacks, and she was like, oh, you need more Cheetos, and then, like, and she was like, oh, wow, and she talked through the whole goddamn show, and, like, oh, man, and also the cast was like, like they're they're really good. Like I've seen that like so many videos of them and they're incredible. But like it was a matinee, mm, so like yeah. it was super super low energy. Um, but like generally they're great. So I'm gonna have to say the Boston one purely because of the situation. Um, I can't really make a solid judgment. I think you should have performed a citizen's arrest. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the book at her. That sort of thing does not. Go unpunished. Well, I, Samson I, already carries handcuffs on him like, does, on a daily yeah. basis. So. Yeah. And I was a varsity wrestler for three years. I could definitely <laughs> take her down if I, if I needed to. <laughs> that old lady is going to the floor. <laughs> Full Nelson. I know it's an illegal back. move, but... What, <laughs> what if she was a varsity wrestler, too? Ooh. Who do you think would win, then? Like, <laughs> oh, no, Sean, Sean just uh, banged just his elbow bone. on the desk. Um, but who do you think would win in a fight? Like an 89-year-old varsity wrestler grandma or Sean? Ooh. I'm pretty slippery. Sean is pretty slippery. Probably. Sh- Does Sean have any kind of baby lotion or any like baby oil or anything like that? Yes. Oh, oh then Sean okay. definitely wins. Yeah, right. hands down. What about Samson? Who who would win? Samson uh, versus grandmother. 
Uh, does the grandmother have any baby oil? She is lubed from head to toe. Mm. Ooh, that's that's a tough one. But um, I do fight pretty dirty. Uh, I don't share this story often because it does not make me look flattering. But uh, I I I definitely bit somebody during a wrestling match Samson. one time. Yeah, yeah. It was just like it was just the upper. It was just the upper. No, team. The, oh, so, like, oh, oh, yeah. that's so much well, It was his fault. He stuck his. He stuck his arm in my mouth, and uh, okay. so like we were on the ground. He's on top of me because it's wrestling, of course. Um, and he does like a cross face, which is basically when you take your forearm and you just basically like just rip somebody in the side of the face with your <laughs> forearm. And he stuck his he stuck it in my mouth though, so like he basically like punched me in the mouth with his forearm, and I was pretty mad. So uh, I just like rolled over the top of my teeth into his forearm, Ooh. and uh, the ref didn't see it. And he complained a lot. And I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. So I think the grandma's probably looking at an L here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. her skin is pretty, like, saggy, so it might not really dig in with the teeth, so she might not feel it. But we could call yeah. it a draw for now. Yeah, yeah. I guess also... Stalemate. Yeah, let's go with stalemate. I guess also off the live action, you guys have heard about the Avatar The Last Airbender live action show that's coming show. out, right? Yeah, Avat- uh, Netflix is doing it. Yeah, right? yeah. Really? so Netflix is not. making a live action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender, which I personally think is a perfect show. Um, yeah, I don't know why you'd do that again. Especially, especially after they, the movie. Yeah, especially after they've shown they can't do it. If Shyamalan can't do it, then nobody can. <laughs> is that the standard we're at now? If Shyamalan can't do it, no yeah. one else should bother? I mean, have you seen The Happening? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> what? No! <laughs> Ma'am, no! <laughs> we wouldn't kill you. Sean and I actually recently watched The Happening. I own it. I bought The Happening a Blu-ray on DVD? Copy. On Blu-ray. Do you have a DVD player? I have a Blu-ray player, and I have a Blu-ray copy of uh, The Happening. You have quite the Blu-ray collection. I, it's, I'm waiting for like I like collecting like bad movies too. I I am so excited. I've been talking about it forever, but as soon as it comes out, I'm buying a Blu-ray like combo pack of Cats. Like, pack. <laughs> you gotta have the digital copy, dude. Some Tugger is a terrible boy. Having, having a uh, seeing Jason Derulo scream about how he doesn't want to drink any more milk <laughs> in, a, in an English accent is maybe the greatest atrocity in a film I've ever seen. It's uh, so good. I haven't seen Cats, and oh, I really it's... don't want to, but I feel like I need to at some point. I think I'm the only person that like actually I. Ironically enjoyed it. Everyone like I, I feel like I've talked to a lot of people that went to enjoy it ironically and they were upset and they were like, <laughs> I couldn't even make fun of it. It was so bad. Maybe it's like the musical theater kid in me, but like uh, um, because like the whole thing is just it's it's almost like nonstop musical numbers. Like it it's it's I, I there's maybe just a few spoken word lines in the entire movie. Uh, <laughs> it's an abomination and so bad. <laughs> All right, so uh, other news, uh, the Loki TV series that's coming out for Disney Plus has announced Owen Wilson will play a major role in it. There's only one word I have to say for that, and that is wow. Wow. (laughs) Uh, I love Owen Wilson. I I am a huge Owen Wilson fan, so I'm curious to see if he can play a villain. I I feel like he hasn't done anything recently. I don't think he has I feel like I haven't seen him in a long time. The last thing that I can think of is in that one where him and his family are on vacation and then, like, it's either a terrorist attack or oh an my god, or something like the that. one that everyone was said was super racist. Yeah, yeah. like is I that the tsunami what... one? No, no, that's uh, that's a different one. There was one. Was he in that? No, I don't. I don't um, think so. There's one where like I think Nicole Kidman was also in this one. I think she was in both of them. Why mm. not? I, um, not Nicole Kidman. Um, Naomi Watts. Mm. Um, uh, and it, everyone called it super. It looked pretty racist. But like the whole <laughs> thing was like he's in like a Middle Eastern country, I think, and like. Uh, 
Every, like he's at like the, the the U.S. consulate or whatever or embassy. I don't understand these terms, um, but I'm gonna do my best. And um, basically, it gets stormed by the citizens of this country, um, and uh, they're all trying to murder him and his family, and they're trying to escape. Yes. It's like, yeah, it's um, like worse Argo. It's <laughs> worse Argo. Argo was a good movie. I, I really Argo. enjoyed Argo. I just can't stand Ben Affleck. He's like not a bad Fair. actor. He just like there's something about him where like every time it's just like oh Ben Affleck. Well, I don't I know what it is. I think he's cute. He I'm actually cute. trying to look up now um, what movie that was. But I think the other thing he was in recently was Cars Three. I guess that was kind of recent. Oh, I forget he does Lightning McQueen's voice. Yeah, he does Wait, Lightning, McQueen. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> yeah, Wait, he didn't know he was Lightning McQueen. I did not know he was Lightning McQueen. No, he Ka-chow. is. He um, is Kachow. Um, he is Kachow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know the Waze uh, direction app? That you can yeah, get for your phone. Yeah. yeah, so they always do this thing where they uh, get oh, celebrity no. voices or like oh, character no. voices um, for the pack. So it never tells you like specific directions, like make a left on this certain street or make a right in point whatever miles right here. <laughs> but it does have, or it did have an Owen Wilson Lightning McQueen package <laughs> oh, yeah. where anytime a cop or any slowdown or roadkill was there, it would just be like accident ahead, ka-chow, make a left, ka-chow. <laughs> and it was the greatest way for me to drive three hours to Maine. Oh do they God. still have that? No, no, no. It was like a limited time oh. thing. They always do like these limited packs. Oh, All I can think so is sad. Owen Wilson, Lightning McQueen going like, uh-oh, slow down because of an accident. Then you go past like an eight-car pile of dead <laughs> bodies. <laughs> Ka-chow. Uh, actually, it was oil slick is what oil he would say. Oil slick. <laughs> you oh, know, no. gotta keep those cars turns Burning going. corpses. <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, Ka-chow. Yeah, I, I think it was... It was what was the other one that they did recently? They did a C-3PO voice a little while back. They had a Homer Simpson. I think, I, I can't remember the one that my parents were telling me about. I think they had a Cookie Monster one where I, he would I, ask, yeah. like, if the cops wanted cookies. Ooh. So that's a pretty good thing. Uh, it's not loading up the page, but we will look up what else Owen Wilson's been in recently. I'm just more curious what this Loki series is going to be yeah. about. Because um, Loki is an antithesis, right? He he is not a hero, but he's not really a villain at this point. And I'm kind of curious where... Yeah, he's where, just a hottie with the body. Yeah, mm. I, I'm kind of curious where this series is going to go. Yeah, I and I mean, because in Endgame, he just like yeets out with the space stone, right? And that's, yeah. that's all we get. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot he's back. That was the premise for the show, is that they were going to use it as like a time-traveling series with Loki. Hmm. I kind of hate that. <laughs> I, kinda like, I, I just like I can't have this discussion without going off slightly on like how much I hate that like Disney's now putting like Marvel content that like mm. is required to like you know what I'm saying understand the next like the next movies. Um, yeah. But you have to buy a stupid ass Disney Plus subscription to be able to watch it because otherwise you're gonna roll up to the next I don't know like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Then Loki's gonna show up in a straw hat and overalls as a farmer and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> He'd be like, yes, you don't know about my farming series. Yeah, it's turning into Kingdom Hearts. Like I don't. Oh, like- <laughs> There's Gosh. just too many things to dive into. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about. So speaking on Disney Plus, they actually announced that uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier series is going to be releasing earlier so it's going to come out in like september august of 2020 oh. as opposed to 2021 and they also Ooh. announced that the wandavision tv show is going to be releasing pretty early on too and i think those were some pretty big draws for me to get disney plus originally just to follow up the marvel stuff but i'm kind of curious like what these shows are going to be like and because yeah. they they did say they were canon mm, so yeah 
I don't know how many people are actually going to wind up staying up to date with it right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and it's, I think, um, and I, I, I think that they kind of fudged it a little bit, they being Disney, that I think if they had one of those Marvel shows ready, like, about now-ish, so like a couple, like a month or two after Mandalorian is com- completely done, I think that would have been really good timing for them, because then it's like, okay, you know, I finished the Mandalorian, but... I, you know, I don't, the next one isn't out yet, but I can just waste a little bit of time and then pick up with this Marvel show. But now I feel like, I remember hearing somewhere that they like lost a ton of people in the month, like the month or weeks after Mandalorian oh, really? uh, finished. Yeah, because there were some people who were just getting it for the Mandalorian or they got the free week, only watched yeah. the Mandalorian. Um, well, also, Verizon was offering a free year if you own right. a Verizon like package. So that's how my family got Disney Plus. Oh. And there is nothing to watch on there aside from The Mandalorian, unless you want to dive back into those random Disney XD shows like Kicking It. Like, um, what about Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and then the sequel Honey I Blew Up the Kids, <laughs> which that is real. And I've seen very, it ooh. for a long time. That was the only one I'd seen. I blew <laughs> up the kids. Honey, yeah. <laughs> I blew up the kids. What an unfortunate title. Also, I, real quick. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have to acknowledge that there's somebody very loudly tuning a big, big old bass. Uh, and uh, I don't know where it's coming from. Is it underneath us? Is it above us? Is it to the sides of us? Who knows? Those are actually my but, heartstrings getting plucked right oh, wow. now by your gentle eyes. But um, the tuning uh, may insinuate that we could get some nice, juicy bass tracks to um, back up the rest of this podcast. So, um, We're actually turning into the jazz and boarding podcast. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, so I actually got two last pieces of news, but we're going to go through them pretty quickly. Uh, the Witcher has started filming season two on Netflix, so that's going to begin this month. Nice. Uh, I haven't played The Witcher, nor have I seen the series, but I do know it was the number one stream series on Netflix for all of 2019. Yeah, I I watched really? it. Um, yeah. I liked it as I also unfamiliar with the series whatsoever. Watched it with my parents actually because it was over um, over the holidays, and some people had said like, "Oh, it's like Game of Thrones, but like more fantasy and like they leaned into it better." I don't think it comes anywhere close to the first couple seasons of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but I still <laughs> very much enjoyed it. It took a little bit for me to get into it. But by the end, I'm I'm definitely ready for a season two. Cool. Uh, not that's going to be out for a while if they're just starting filming. But yeah, I I played I played the games. Well, I played three and I played some of two, um, and I've been meaning to watch it. Uh, you, you you said you haven't played the games either, Dan. I haven't played the games, nor right. have I watched the series. All right, I'll try to I'll try to um, give the series kind of a look next week uh, for before next week, so maybe mm-hmm. we can have more of a discussion on that too. Yeah. Um, I've been really interested. It's just like sometimes with those hour long episodes, it's like yeah, it, I don't know it, if it, I can, can buckle into this a, right now. I'll sit down. Yeah, and then the last bit of information: uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Lab has uh, been under heavy scrutiny because it's pseudoscience, and a lot of what she's saying is really not true. So people have been. Giving her tons of crap for it. I think someone in the British Parliament actually called her out on it. Like, wow. it has not been doing well for Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I I saw I, I watched the trailer for it because like, she drives me a little bit crazy, Gwyneth Paltrow, and like all the things she says. Like, she just makes some outlandish statements. She really that, does. Like, are are are, are kind of irritating. But like, <clears throat> I watched the trailer and just to be like kind of have an open mind. And I was kind of with it. I was like, okay, this can kind of cool. And then they're just doing quick cuts to, like, all the different topics they're talking about. And it's her and, like, all her, like, really rich friends. And, like, one of them's just, like, they're already talking about problems. She's just, like, 
I had to have an exorcism once. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it made me spit out my water. <laughs> the idea of Gwyneth Paltrow having an exorcism, do you think she brought it wasn't, It wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, it, it was one her. of her, it was like one of her like million, multi-millionaire friends was like, Naturally. like, like as if like, like looks into like looks off into the distance like like she's seen some things and like like as if like starts talking about oh my god like goop goop she starts talking about goop that's how she came to the idea was yeah. after the exorcism her yeah. mind was clear and goop just appeared no 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 Gwyneth Paltrow saved me Gwyneth, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow came in with her goop science and me <laughs> I got gooped I got gooped by Gwyneth Paltrow next goop based exorcism <laughs> if, if you can ever draw parallels between your company and uh, Nickelodeon's slime I think you might be in some trouble well that's the whole thing Nickelodeon's gonna now use her to promote the Nickelodeon cruise lines like, uh. like it's not real but like can you imagine if they're like Goop Lab featured on the Nickelodeon cruise. Instead of dunking these kids with like green slime, it's gonna be Gwyneth Paltrow's goop made from her earwax. It's actually an entire anti-vax like cruise line. Oh god. Where it's just them like bringing their kids on. It's like, this is what you're not gonna do. This is the type of science we're into now. Heck yeah. But yeah, so that's all the information I got with news for this week. Mm. Um, I guess the next question we gotta go into is what have you been watching? Well, um, like I said, uh, uh, I had watched The Witcher. I'm not going to talk too much about it because, um, you know, we said maybe we can kick that can down the road as we know a little bit more about it. Yeah. Um, but I've also recently rewatched all three High School Musical movies. Ooh. Oh. Mm-hmm. We watched them together. Yes, we did yeah. watch them together. <laughs> all right, so the High School Musical movies are the worst and best things that you can watch as a child. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, they're hilarious because all of them are just singing randomly and they're like, oh, but I can't do multiple clubs and, like, hang out with multiple people. Well, Danny, but, I'll tell you what. I'm not going to stop. Not going to stop till I get my shot. Um, you know, if uh, neither of you stop talking trash about High School Musical, I might make both of you bite the curb. And then, uh... Do you get a curb stump? Yes. <laughs> yeah. wow. All right, guys. That's, that's the insinuation. Guys, get your head in the game. All right, yeah. we, we, need to, we need to focus back up um, here. So, fun fact. Uh, Danny, I, I, I know Sean knows this. I don't know if you know this about me. Uh, so, I really... High School Musical was, like, one of my sister's favorite movies when uh, she was young. And, like, it came out when I was in the fifth grade. And, uh... I was like, oh, it's so stupid. It's a girl thing. And then I watched it, like, ironically, and then I got really, really into High School Musical really? uh, when I was about, like, 11. And then flash forward about three months. I'm 12 now. I'm in the sixth grade. High School Musical 2 came out, and I am bopping to that all the time. My, I, I asked for the CD. For, I asked for the soundtrack for my birthday. I get it. Wow. I'm slapping to that. I, I still have my <laughs> copy of the nice. soundtrack to High School Musical 2. But I was, like, so into it. And uh, uh, I go to, um, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get involved in musical theater in, in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, they announced that the show is going to be high school musical. And I just like, whoa. I was like, I like shit myself. I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. So uh, I audition and I get cast as Troy Bolton. Ooh. Wow. We have Troy Bolton and, um, in the room right now, dude. But I'm getting flustered. Where, yeah. where things get wild is... Uh, uh, Puberty struck oh. about like a month into the production, so um, my voice is changing. I'm having voice cracks all over the place. Like 
outside of singing. So then I have to sing, uh, you know, high school musical songs. And, uh, oh, no, it was it was bad. It was bad. And we had to, like, perform for the entire school. And I'm, like, changing octaves, like, seven times per song. <laughs> like, it was, a, it was a big, hot mess. I just, I just started, uh, I finally, I think, fully comprehended everything you said. You were doing a production of high school musical. In middle in, school. In middle school. In middle school. Curious. In middle school yeah. musical. Curious. Yeah. Yeah, All right. I actually saw the third High School Musical in theaters Ooh, uh, because same. one of my cousins, uh, for his birthday, all he wanted was to see High School Musical 3. So we all went along and we went to watch the movie. And then there was a themed, like, you know, they have those back rooms in the movie theaters uh, where you can just, like, have parties and stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 So we went to empty. one of those and it was decorated head to toe with High School Musical 3. It was Whoa. a wild Hell experience. Yeah. Mm. That movie sucks. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> like, I liked the first two so much, but the third one, like, it was just garbage. Like, I can't even, like, have an ironic club for it. It's just <laughs> bad. But they spent so much money. They spent so much money, but how how did they spend so much money and the music's so much worse than either of the other movies? Like, there's not, there's, like, High maybe musical's a good one song. good song. Oh, I hate that song. You hate High I School hate, Musical? The only song I like in that entire movie is uh, I Want It All. That that song. Which one is that? The, the Sharpay song, oh, where her and yeah, Ryan oh, are like yes, singing yes, about yes. like, yeah, that song rips so goddamn hard. Um, but like outside of that, I think they're all clunkers. Um, versus High School Musical too, where oh, every single song slaps except that weird Huma Huma. Oh <laughs> song yeah, that I, I can jam to that movie. one. What? I can jam to that one. What's fun is I didn't think I so I had the soundtrack like I said, and that was a bonus track. And I was like, oh, this is weird that they're like, what happened to this? Like, this isn't in the movie. Um, and I've always wondered that. But when we rewatched it on Disney+, Plus, they have the scene where they have that movie, uh, where they have that song, and they just yeah. cut it out. I thought that was always in it. No, it's no. like, I guess it's in the, the director's cut. And um, <laughs> It's the only the true d- way. Danny Ortega. It's the true way. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. Wait, so have you guys seen the High School Musical TV series on Disney+. Uh, Plus? I haven't. I watched the trailer, and it made me so uncomfortable that I was like, I don't think I can do this. What do you mean? Like, do you ever, like... Um, uh, <laughs> my dad refers to it as douche chills. <laughs> what? Like, so like, what? <laughs> you, All right, you're gonna have to clarify. Like, so it's like it's like anti goosebumps. Do you ever see something that's like so cringy and uncomfortable that it like oh, my makes your go sk- in. yeah, it makes you like almost like tingly, like with like discomfort, like yeah. thinking of like TikTok boys. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, like, you should have just said e boys. Yeah, yeah, hundred no, okay. percent. Get okay, it. can someone describe to me what an e boy is? Someone who wants to be emotionally vulnerable, but also wants to be popular online. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so that that that's somebody that would that 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 would be that would be that's yeah. someone who would watch the High School Musical series. No, 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 no. I'm saying that 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 that's might incite. That would give douche you a douche, chills. yeah, mm, douche, yeah. whatever, douche chills, yeah, douche chills, douche chills, yeah. Okay. So you're like seeing it, and you're like, wow, this is cringy in a way that makes me hurt. Yes, exactly. It's 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 uh it's basically chill uh, cringe goosebumps. Yeah. Mm. So I think what we need to do uh, following this week is actually sit down together and watch this series, so that oh way God. we can give a full oh like review okay. recommendation of it. So that'll be coming soon. Oh. Uh, make sure we'll, we'll make sure to sit down and watch the series so we can give you the best opinions on it. Uh, Sean, what else have you been watching recently? Um. Other than that, I've I've uh, I, I mean I almost brought this up last time, but I've been watching um, My Hero Academia. And oh yeah. Also Ghost Stories, mm. which 
That one is fascinating, and I'll actually briefly go into. Please do. So Ghost Stories, I don't know the exact date of it, but it's like a early 2000s or like 2000s, late 90s anime that was just about like kids investigating paranormal events. Not really investigating them, but they're like paranormal events would happen and they would have to defeat the ghosts. Uh, but then when it came over to the USA to get a dub, uh, something happened. I think they just like didn't really pay the voice actors anything or like somebody stopped caring and there was no like voice acting director. So they kind of stick to the script for maybe like 50% of it. But then for the rest of it, they just kind of go off and like make jokes, talk about how stupid the show is sometimes, <laughs> like make explicit episode uh, episodes, explicit references to the fact that like they are voice actors dubbing things like, <laughs> hey, didn't this happen last episode? Well, they'll point out like uh, this feels a lot like the grudge right now, doesn't it? <laughs> and it is it's just really entertaining to watch. Um in, in like a, you don't even necessarily have to be a fan of anime way because it's it's just one of those like uh, it's just fun to see people riff on something like that and because it's like mocking the medium a little bit like in <laughs> not a super referential way either that you need to like know things that they're referencing uh, but in that way they do make a lot of dated references because it is from like again I think like early 2000s so every now and then they'll be like um, I'm trying to think who is it's not Britney Spears Lindsay Lohan there's been a couple Lindsay Lohan jokes in there <laughs> oh and I'm just like I haven't thought about her in a long time <laughs> well she was in the news last year did you see the whole thing where she was in the news last year because I think she was in like Russia and she like walked up like to this family and was like oh let me like take your daughter and take care of her and they're like uh, can we all go and she's like no I only <laughs> want the daughter no, and they're oh like God, no you can't that. do that and then she starts taping it like she starts, she takes out her phone and she's like, "Why won't you let me take this child? <laughs> You're like abusing this kid." It was crazy. Wow! It's like you can find it on YouTube. It is so that that is hard to watch. That that is that is really crazy. But she basically tries to tr- kidnap a little Russian girl. I think <laughs> that just gave <laughs> me on. douche chills. Yeah, yeah. That. that's the example we were looking for. Oh, like goosebumps. Wait, so would you recommend this Ghost series show? Yes, yes, I would recommend. Um, or I, I suppose I would say I would keep it keep it on your radar thing. If you ever have a little bit of time, it's on. Uh, I think uh, Crunchyroll and maybe Hulu. I'm not 100 percent sure about the Hulu one. Uh, so you can watch it for free with ads. Um, and just like if you find yourself, you want like a little bit of a chuckle, maybe something to watch while you're drinking. Uh, just pull up ghost stories. You don't need any context. Just let it go and you'll see the magic. (laughs) Here's what I actually want to say about animation because I think people in older generations from us discredit anything that's been animated or cartoonized because of what type of content it is. Mm. But there are a lot of shows out there that have been animated or are anime that I think tell stories better than live action ever could. I think the problem is they see these types of shows like My Hero Academia with the childish looks and like the superhero type things, or you see a show like, um, I guess, like Sword Art Online, like any type of anime, people are going to immediately dismiss it because it is anime and it's been kind of like culturally pushed that this is dumb and for nerds and not something I should watch. But I think there are better stories there than you might find in anything else. Well, I think that we've been going under, like, uh, we. I say we as if I have anything to do with it. But I think that, like, um, media has been going under a little bit of, like, an animation renaissance lately. uh, Because I think that there was, I mean, obviously when, in the very early days, there was, like, the heyday of animation with, like, early Disney when everyone was just testing things out and, like, what can we actually do? 
Um, and at that point, like, it was kind of a novelty. Everyone thought it was really interesting. But then it definitely did become a thing that was like, this is for kids. Yeah. You know, um, not necessarily in trying to insult it when I say lowbrow, but like, you know, just really, it was made for kids. And I only think it's within the past couple decades that, you know, people have started really uh, looking towards animation, both Western and, like, anime, as a medium to tell, like, meaningful stories through. And I think you get something like Avatar as, like, an early kind of look at that where people... It wasn't really acknowledged at the time as, like, a, as like you know, kind of a groundbreaking show. I put that in air quotes <laughs> because, I, you know, you can debate how groundbreaking something actually is. But it has kind of, at this point, I think, accepted an accepted social pull that it's a lot of people our age especially can look back and say, like, oh, Avatar The Last Airbender, that show was awesome, that show was crazy, which I think is why it's now getting some recognition of, like, it'll get a live-action version. Yeah. And I think that's still a little <laughs> bit of leftover from people thinking, like, oh, live-action is the more legitimate form. Mm. But then in a more recent uh, example, that, like, Spider-Verse, Oh yeah, I think oh, is really a really good. good example of, I think it's kind of like the first animated superhero movie that got like mainstream recognition, and I have even myself, I I don't watch like the animated like Justice League movies or the animated like Batman movies really, um, but I I definitely watch Spider Verse and I think it it go it it go to show, <laughs> it goes to show you that that you know once people if if the money is put into it. And the the care and time is put into it, you can end up with something really incredible. Because Spider Verse, I think, was something really special, just mm-hmm. with a combination of the animation style, the heart that was put into it. Just like every every voice actor oh, yeah. pouring their their soul into it. <laughs> That's the sound of that. Um, and I just think, yeah. So I guess the main point that I'm trying to say is that I, I believe we're in a little bit of like an animation renaissance right now, where I think that there's being a little bit more of a recognition that you can tell these really good stories through animation and through anime and through any kind of animated genre. Uh, they just need to, you just need to like not count them off. Not everything that's animated is going to be good. Obviously oh, absolutely not. not. film is going to be good, but it deserves the same amount of a chance. I think so. I loved Spider-Man. I thought it was my number one movie of 2018. The soundtrack, too, in that movie. Like, all the songs that they have and, like, the different moments. It's just so well done. And I know a lot of people who have just told me, like, I love this movie. And they don't even consider the fact that it's animated. They think it makes it better. I think you can tell stories in animation that you can't tell in a live action thing because you're able to push the limits of your mind as opposed to physical limitations. Yeah. I mean, I was actually rewatching um, Inside Out last night. And I was, like, thinking about, like, this could never exist outside of the medium of uh, animation. Like, yeah, and, and to go back to that conversation, I think we, we, we uh, started earlier, like, um, <clears throat> I don't really understand this, this um, new um, trend of trying to remake animated movies as, mm-hmm. um, you know, live action movies um, other than for monetary gain. It's a cash grab. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the Aladdin movie. Like, I don't understand how you can top Robin Williams' performance as genie with anyone in this world. Yeah. And also just the genie as a character is a character that makes so much more sense in an animated fashion. I forget, um, I saw some sort of YouTube video on it, but it was like a comparison of the two. uh, Oh God, what's his like big song? Yeah, Never Had a Friend Like Me. Yeah, Friend Like Me. um, Where in... 
like the in the in the animated original, he's like constantly changing his shape, becoming all these different things, like really using animation. And then it's just the spectacle is just way different in the live action mm-hmm. one because I mean I think there's stuff that there's like a parade going on or something. I haven't seen the movie. I just remember what I saw from the clips. But it's like way different because they're trying to keep it like recognizable as like this is. Um, my God, I'm blinking on his name right now. Will Smith? The Gemini Man, yeah. <laughs> the Gemini Man. That's how I refer to him now. But because, like, there was, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it just a character that makes more sense to me to be animated. And even though he was computer generated, they still had that effort of, like, this is Will Smith. This is the Gemini Man. <laughs> Whereas it wasn't like, here the genie looks like Robin Williams. No, it was just his voice. Yeah. And then they're changing him constantly and making him super expressive. Oh, my God. And that just reminds me, that was what a big problem with The Lion King was, I think, that, like, these CG animals just cannot be as expressive as the animated counterparts. Mm -hmm. But the voices are, like, pretty good. Like, I like Donald Glover. I like Rihanna. I love Seth Rogen. I really like Billy Eisner. It's just, like, they have the voices, but no one really wants to see The Lion King look this way. Like, it just, it was a weird amalgamation of, I want money, and also, I guess it's time for a reboot, but we're going to use the same story. I I don't really know what they were going for there. Yeah. And I do think, and I do think that, um, like, CG animals can be used effectively to tell a story, like Life of Pi, for instance. Jungle Book. Uh, Jungle Book. Um, And in Life of Pi specifically, you know, like, uh, is his name William Parker? I forget the, the tiger's name in Life of Pi. I don't uh, remember. I've never seen or read it. Well, I've, I've done both, but I forget the name. But it, I don't it, it has, like, the tiger has like a, a human name, and the tiger really becomes a character in in the movie. I mean, in the book too. But like in the movie, they they manage to pull off like a realistic looking tiger that still kind of becomes its own character. So I think it can be done, but it's just there was no like cartoon comparison there. There was only the book, and in the book you can kind of imagine it however you want. But most people are imagining a regular tiger. But then when you're trying to make that transition from super animated, super animated in the sense of like excited and movement um, from an animation to the live action, the quote unquote live action. Yeah. uh, That's a way harder transition. Yeah. Yeah. See, I never saw Life of Pi purely because um, I couldn't get over the fact that they didn't do the tiger in the style of cats. (laughs) 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 I was hoping your face was so serious. And then you did that. <laughs> I, Don't do this I, while I'm drinking water. I was really hoping for like an Aristocat style of um, the cat there. Oh, you know where they yeah. do like the little duck walk, like the bump 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 bump. Now Samson doesn't know what I'm talking about. I watch. I, I love the Aristocat. Okay, yeah. I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. I think I think to wrap up this discussion because then we can go into what Samson's been watching. I I really I think it's interesting that some of the most recommended shows I can think of off the top of my head are animated. And the fact that I love the way they do these things might impact a bit of a bias towards me, but I really think people discredit animation for less than it is, and I think more people need to give it a shot, especially because it's got the childish, whimsical like animation style of it, but also some adult humor in it, like Rick and Morty. Mm, So, yeah, that's just my final thoughts. If you guys have any final thoughts there, but... Um, Yeah, I, I pretty much agree. The one slight difference I would say is that when it comes to anime specifically, I think that there is uh, a, a certain point to. I know that some people's main problem with it has to do with like the blatant sexualization that happens in and a lot is. of anime. Yeah. Don't get us wrong, there is. Yeah, and I think, but I also think that there's, and so I think that that's a totally justified reason to like uh, feel negatively towards anime. 
Uh, and I do think, though, that there are some that are starting to move away from that, something like Attack on Titan. I mean, it kind of a little bit exploitive in the fact that it's super graphic, uh, but not in the sexual way at all, which I very much appreciate because yeah. it does. There's there's nothing that ma- feels worse than if someone's like, oh, what are you watching? Looks over your shoulder and sees just like some terrible like upskirt shot and that's just otherwise in a completely normal story. <laughs> but then the camera decides to pan down under the female character's legs just to come up the other side and it's like, oh, okay, anime. Yeah, and then it creates a sexual awakening in this person and you're pur- purely responsible. Yep, and now <laughs> I turn them on to the fact that they're into to anime. Yeah, and cool. Specifically for, for only for the anime girls. <laughs> um, so uh, what I have been watching recently, uh, I have been watching, I, I don't watch anime, but I have been watching Atta- Attack on Titan and... um really good it's so good like i i mean I, i'd be lying if i said that i part of what i like a huge part of the reason i love it is like so there's something about like animated violence that's so much more like graphic and upsetting to look at mm. and i can't pull my eyes away from it it's <laughs> that show is brutal it's when i i watched it for the first time like my sophomore year of high school when it was like first come out and i remember uh sophomore year sean was not ready for that it's no, a lot it's, it yeah. is a lot to watch yeah i got really into the first season came out when i was in high school and i binged the entire thing in like a week and then um, I just started watching it again because I have Hulu now. And um, uh, I watched season two and now I'm on three. And like, oh, my God. Yeah, that show is is, is brutal. Um, but like it's 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 really good, like um, in the sense that, like, like I said, I don't I'm not a huge uh, anime fan, but uh, I think it's like really uh, it, the story is really interestingly told. Um, it's got really great, like uh, fantasy elements and like 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 uh mystery and lore that's like uh very distinct and like i can't really find anything else quite like it it's yeah. really really unique and um i love the setting and i love just like the the uh the huge element of just like how everything is unknown um and it's just like these giant godzilla sized like <laughs> humanoid creatures that just eat people and they're, uh, they're kept out yeah, yeah and they're kept out by walls it's like it is like borderline horror it is mm-hmm. but like fantasy horror it's so good like i just i can't recommend it enough the only um it's it it gives me vibes that i've only gotten like maybe from the walking dead a couple times yeah. of like seeing a character in a situation and then feeling like oh this is really like feeling literally anxious because i'm yeah. like oh my god wait a minute no everyone's dying this is terrible yeah and they all die in like if somebody dies it's usually in something some way that's like extraordinarily brutal yes um so it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, like, I so I recommend it if 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 you can handle like extremely violent content, <laughs> like, um, then I recommend checking it out. It like, it's just like over the top, like, I don't know, like, it's it's it, it almost feels like if Tarantino did animation, like, yeah. not enough it, feet, yeah, he did not enough feet. <laughs> it does remind me kind of though of um that uh that segment in Kill Bill where they uh, animate uh. Uh, what's her name? Lucy Liu's character's backstory. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It vaguely reminds me of that in the terms of just like outlandish stylized violence. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been watching that, and uh, I've also been. I'm now on my uh, third 
third uh, viewing of the entire series of Flight of the Concords. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen that, Danny? Not yet. That's with Jermaine Clement, right? Yeah, Jermaine Clement's in uh, uh, Brett. Oh, my God. I'm having a brain fart. Um, he doesn't really do Brett much. McKenzie. Brett McKenzie. Brett McKenzie. He actually won. Uh, he wrote all the music for uh, The Muppets, and he won oh, an Oscar huh. for uh, Best Song well, for Man or Muppet. Yeah, he's wow. a great, he's a great, great songwriter. And um, it's a uh, musical comedy. Um, about like this this struggling band of two folk <laughs> musicians from New Zealand, and they're trying to make it in New York, and they're just bad. Like they're like they're for the most part they're pretty bad, um, and the humor is just so dry. And actually, um, if you like Taka Waititi, who uh, wrote and directed Jojo Rabbit, and uh, who co-wrote and co-directed uh, What We Do in the Shadows with Jermaine Clemens, uh, Taka Waititi. Um, he also did Hunt for the Wilder People. Is that what that's called? I don't know. Um, Thor three. He, yeah, yeah, he did do Thor Ragnarok. Oh, he did Ragnarok. Yeah, um, but he um, he writes and directs a lot of episodes of Flight of the Concords too. Um, so if you like his kind of style of humor, um, I highly recommend it. It's just like really good. The songs are catchy. It's just like completely absurd. Um, From what I've seen of it, just it's it's just a lot of fun. Really, yeah. more than anything, and it's <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> such weird stakes because. And, it just um, and there's like a nice internal consistency where it's not like an ongoing plot necessarily, mm-hmm. but like you know it's one of those things where like little jokes will carry over yeah. and like things will come back like way later and characters recur. Uh, that has some of the, the my favorite side characters of all time. Yeah, really. Uh, the I don't remember their names because. I you know I have not seen it three times. Yeah. Like you necessarily the the fangirl. Oh yeah, they they have a they have a they have one fan who uh, obsessively stalks them. Her name's Mel, and she's played by Kristen Schaal, who plays uh, Louise on Bob's Burgers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, their uh, their super uh, is played by Eugene Merman, who's a stand-up, and also um, plays Gene on Bob's Burgers. Mm. Um, so there's like a lot of like cool little like reoccurring characters in that show that are just really really great. Mm-hmm. How long did it run for? They only did two seasons. Um, I think they could have, like, they, they had a huge cult following when they stopped, and I think they could have, like, really, really blown up if they'd done one more uh, season. But I think they, like, both had kids at that point, and they were like, I, I, we, we want to step down, even though, like, we're at the, the top of our game basically right now, and uh, we're going to end at season two. So I there's only, like, though. yeah, there's yeah, only, like, too. maybe 20 episodes of it. It's on yeah. HBO, right? Yeah, you yeah. can also stream it on Amazon Prime, though. Okay. Um, and I highly recommend it. It's it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm. I'll definitely have to check it out. Have you been watching anything else, or? Um. The not not really. I did recently finish Fleabag too, and uh, mm. that's that. I got really into that. Um, I, I also highly recommend that. Uh, really, really dark, dry uh, British comedy. Um, I really love shows with like uh, really hard to like protagonists, and um, <laughs> she's like, or like not hard to like, but like she's very flawed, and it's really hard to root for her a lot of the time. Um, but I love those shows. Like I love the Danny, I love Danny McBride shows, and uh, if I think if you like like Eastbound and Down and Vice Principals and shows like that, oh, I love Vice um, Principals. Yeah, <laughs> um, then you would definitely like Fleabag. It's I think there's 12 episodes and they're done. There, there's two seasons and they're each six episodes. And they are they are great. Um, so like if you if you if you like those things if you if you're okay with like it's pretty it's pretty like uh, like crass and offensive too. But like I, like yeah, it, it it's funny. It's it's good. Um, yeah. It's just so so well done. Yeah. 
So uh, this week, I actually, going off of the crass and rude humor, I think I found a show that you might enjoy a lot. It's called Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. So the premise of it is Ricky Gervais's wife has died from what I can assume is cancer because I don't know if they specifically state it yet. I'm only three episodes in. But it's just he now realizes if anything goes wrong in his life at this point, he might as well just kill himself because he's got nothing left to live for. So I'm not a huge fan of the show because as much as I love Ricky Gervais and appreciate him as a writer and an actor i don't like this style of humor as much as some other people might i Mm -hmm. think you might get a real kick out of it i think afterlife it's good but it's very crude and it doesn't feel like (laughs) there's crude and likable which i think veep and silicon valley fall under Mm -hmm. and then there's crude and uh, like obnoxious and that's kind of where ricky gervais's characters fall under i think Mm -hmm. if he had written it and gotten a different actor to play the main character it would have gone better but he wrote and directed directed the show so i think he really wanted to star in it as well okay um it's on netflix i always find that you got to give shows three or four episodes before you make a decision how you feel about it um i don't love it i might keep watching it just to see if it gets better yeah but i would recommend if you like that style of humor go for it i'll have to check that out yeah um i also recently watched jojo rabbit which i fell in love with this movie i love taika watiti i adore Jojo Rabbit. I thought it was one of the best movies I've seen in a while. I laughed. I cried a bit. Like, Scarlett Johansson did phenomenal in it, and I just loved Jojo and his dynamic with every single character that he interacted with. Like, have you guys seen Jojo Rabbit? We tried to. Yeah. You tried to. There was, I forget what it, it was, we'd heard that it had opened. Yeah, limited release. It was a limited release, and we hadn't, I don't think we had, we hadn't realized at the time. Yeah. And then when we uh, went to see like what the show times were, uh, it was like the nearest showing was like thirty miles away, <laughs> which there and there's like plenty of theaters closer to us than that. Uh, but it it just so that wasn't worth it at that yeah. point because we, we we ended up seeing something else, didn't we? Oh yeah, we did. But I don't I, remember what. I don't know. It either. wasn't the lighthouse, was it? It might have been the lighthouse. What's the lighthouse? Oh my! The lighthouse was incredible. Um, I forget the director's name, uh, but he did. Um, he also did the witch, uh, for A twenty four. Um, uh, the lighthouse was so good. Um, it's it's very it's very artsy. Yeah. Um, so it's like shot basically like in a. Uh, I, I don't know the the exact aspect ratio, but like it's like almost more like a square. Um, like the sixteen by nine. Yeah. I think yeah. that might be it. I think that is it. And, I don't know um, if that's the exact one. I just know yeah. that, like, that's one format. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. a little bit from film class. Um, but it's um, it's very clearly, like, inspired by, like, Ingmar Bergman's uh, persona. Um, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's basically... Uh, Robert it's, Eggers? Yeah, that, that's him. Um, he's really, really talented. And um, it stars Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. And Willem Dafoe, and they go to this, like, island where there's a lighthouse. And Willem Dafoe's, like, the old lighthouse keeper. And um, Robert Pattinson is um, uh, the, a young person that wants to become the lighthouse keeper. And Willem Dafoe just, like, mentally, uh, like, abuses him and gaslights oh him. But, like, I know it doesn't sound like it, but it's also a comedy. It's, like, a really, <laughs> it's really, it's, crazy. like, a dark comedy horror. Um, and, um, yeah, and uh, basically... It, Chronicles, uh, 
uh, Robert Pattinson's uh, alcohol abuse and descent into like insanity, and like you can't tell at a certain point, like, like, like what is reality anymore? Yeah, and it is insane. And the lighting and everything about that movie is incredible. It's in black and white. Freaky. Mm. Um, and there is a scene, just like just as a testament to this, like there is a scene where um, uh, Willem Dafoe is screaming about like. Poseidon's wrath and like the candlelight is like at a lower angle and the camera is too and it makes him look like a monster it like I'm not even joking like it actually looked like a horror movie monster and like if I had seen that frame when I was like five I wouldn't have slept for like two nights like it was so scary looking and it's just his face it's, I, yeah I was uncomfortable for the majority of that movie. yeah <laughs> and which was insane because it's just two guys at a lighthouse but like the like everything that they do and just the way it's shot, especially within like the last thirty minutes when things start really going off the rails. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly like the 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 play by play of it because it's been a while now. But the tension that they're able to build up, like about what's real, what's fake, like what's going to happen to them, how long has it been, like it it just all just mashes together in this like anxious cacophony. It it, it just. I I loved it in the way that like sometimes you love things that make you unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's one of those situations where I don't think I could genuinely recommend this to everyone because there's some people if I told them like wow, I love this movie, they'd watch it and think I'm a sociopath. <laughs> uh, but Well, Sean, aren't you? Well, that's neither here nor there. That's for a later episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was watching I was watching Jojo Rabbit. I cannot recommend this movie enough. Like, I actually went on a bit of a Taika Waititi kick. Ooh. So I watched What We Do in the Shadows with my roommate so Brandon, good. which is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Uh, if you've never seen it, it's a mockumentary about vampires who it's just fantastic. live in, like, New Zealand and hang out in a loft together. 100% recommend this movie. One of the greatest things I've seen. Uh, and then I actually, off of Sean's recommendation, went to go check out the TV series. Uh, I've only seen the pilot right now, but I like the fact that the characters are different enough yeah. from the movie. So, like, in the movie, they have, like, really distinct characteristics, and they're all, like, from different ages, and they carry that over to the TV show, except they're not just, like, living a normal life. Like, they have a goal with this mm-hmm. series. They want mm-hmm. to take over America, which I think <laughs> is hilarious for a mockumentary about vampires to want to do. Yeah, yeah. and... I think for me, I, I didn't finish the series. I forget. Um, oh, yeah, I was, I was watching it when I was at, at home at my parents' house, I should say, uh, for some sort of holiday or associated break or something like that. And when I left, because they have, like, huge cable package, whatever, after I had left, I never got back to, to watching it it's again. It's on Hulu. It is on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it was quite as good as the movie. No, I don't point. think it is either. Um, and it's, so it's one of those things where... If you have the time and you liked the movie, I would watch it. But if you didn't like the movie, um, which I mean, I think it was a great movie. But if that's if like that kind of dry-ish yeah. New Zealand comedy isn't your thing, <laughs> then the show won't do anything for you. Yeah. Uh, and then the last two things I was watching this week: uh, BoJack Horseman and The Good mm. Place both ended 
this week, which I'm really heartbroken about because those were two shows that I love to watch over the years and are some of my favorite things. BoJack Horseman is a horse that lives in a world where animals and people are merged together and it doesn't matter. And he was a 90s TV show celebrity. And it's just him now in modern day, super depressed, super cynical about everything and gives no fucks. (laughs) And it's just like trying to get back into his career. Uh, The Good Place is a show uh, I cannot highly recommend enough. It really talks about philosophy and, like, what happens when you die and just kind of the questions you might be asking. But BoJack Horseman, I've never felt more depressed watching a TV show in my life, and yet I cannot recommend this show enough. See, that's why I had to stop watching. I I couldn't mentally handle continuing it with, is rough with it is Bojack rough Horman, Horseman Horman. <laughs> Bojack, Bojack Horman <laughs> wow <laughs> I mean like the problem with Bojack is he is so cynical and he is so depressing and he is not a good person like no. you don't want to root for him but the show is framed in a way where you grow attached to him and you want to follow him and you keep hoping for him to redeem himself and like give a little part of oh man he is a good person or a good horse but you never, you never really see that, yet at the same time, you're still drawn to watching it because of all the characters going on. Mm-hmm. That just reminded me. I'm sorry, I don't mean to tangent away from this. No, go for uh, it. Because I haven't seen it, and, but have you seen the trailer for Horse Girl? No. What? No. I'm going to just say let's table that for next week. Okay. Just keep it in mind. Horse Girl. Everyone also, go watch the trailer. Yeah, everyone go watch the trailer for Horse Girl. Uh, I know what it sounds like, and then I watch the trailer... You know, I'm not going to say anything else. Let's just let it be a surprise. Sorry. Yeah. Back to that. I haven't no, watched that's a either, good... either of uh, The Good Place or BoJack. I like. I loved both of them, mostly because they made me question things in my life. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, yeah, death is a thing that's coming up. I should probably <laughs> think about <laughs> that. It's rushing at me every waking hour. <laughs> Check's Apple Watch. Oh, yeah, I have death scheduled. It's no, I like on. the videos where like the guy is running, and then it shows like someone else just standing there, and it goes back to the guy running like Monty Python, and he's still in the same spot. Like He's still like... Like making the noise and running, but it's not actually catching up. Um, I wanna I wanna talk about the sixth season of Bojack Horseman at some point mm-hmm. uh, because it actually the second half just aired in the end of January, and I don't want to go into spoilers, but I think the show ended phenomenally. I think episode fifteen of the sixth season might be one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. Wow. It is so well done. Um, so I definitely don't want to go into spoiler terms with that, but I highly recommend checking out BoJack Horseman. Just be aware of your own mental safety because it is a rough show to watch. <laughs> yeah. Same with The Good Place. Highly recommend that. Uh, I think they are both binge-worthy shows, and yeah. The Good Place is fucking incredible. Can, can I um, piggyback on that uh, Good Place um, plug? Because uh, I, I really like it, too. I haven't watched the newest season, but um, one thing that I really appreciate appreciate about The Good Place is... Um, so, like, they, they've openly said, uh, is it Michael Schur? Yeah. He's the creator of that, yeah. Um, th- he, he said that, like, uh, basically with with the show Bible and, like, with the entire show, they what, what they did is uh, they basically had, like, big twists every, like, few episodes so that, like, um, the audience couldn't, like, predict what was going to happen. Yeah. Like, they just, like, threw things at you so fast that, like, um, instead of, like, having, like, this could have been like a 10 season show easily yeah. but what happens is they condense all of the major points um, into like every couple of episodes wow. so that it just like goes and goes and goes and like there is it 
there is never a lull in that show. No. And it's it's I, it's impressive how they do that. There's I'm no gonna filler. have to take another look at it because I'd watched maybe the first thirty minutes and for whatever reason it just didn't grab mm-hmm. me. Um, I haven't watched any of BoJack. I that's been on my list for a while now. But yeah, I I, I tried to watch The Good Place, and for whatever reason, uh, it just didn't stick. I think I was also watching a lot when I first tried to watch it, so like I just didn't really have time for it necessarily because I was like, ah, mm-hmm. let me go watch something else that I'm more interested in. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like I should give it another look. Kristen Bell is a phenomenal actress, and she does exceptionally well in this show. I think Ted Danson also plays off her Ted very very great. well. Uh, the dude who plays uh, Cheaty is also great. He was in um. He was in uh, Midsummer. Oh. Yeah, he's he's the one who's like he's the one who's trying to write his thesis, um, <laughs> yeah. and then like yeah, he's the he's and the then smart Midsummer guy. Midsummer happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he, what's also funny is he's in Midsummer and he's playing a college student, but he's like thirty six or something. Nice. Like the, the rest of them are like twenty two in real life. All the actors, and then that guy is I forget his name, but he's like the mid the mid to late thirties. Yeah, um, everyone on that show just knocked it out of the park. And the creator Michael Schur made like Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah. and he wrote oh. and produced a lot for the office like he is a pioneer for sitcom shows and i think this was definitely the darkest take he's take like he's had for one um because it mm-hmm. is death in the afterlife and like can you become a better person those kind of philosophical questions but it i cannot recommend both of those shows enough they're mm-hmm. just yeah. so phenomenal yeah um but that, yeah that's pretty much what i've been watching uh i guess we don't have a ton of time left, but I thought it'd be really funny because the Super Bowl is coming up this week. Um, so congratulations to this team. You won. We're so proud of you. Knew you could do it. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was crazy. It was a it was when a game. There were there were plays. That part at the end. That 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 moment where you're like, whoa, there were coaches. Shakira. Yeah, Shakira showed Shakira, up. Shakira, Shakira. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Hips we're don't lie. They do not. We're we're a bunch of nerdy boys, so we don't know much about sports. That's fair. And but we do know a little bit about music. So I thought it'd be nice to touch because there is the halftime show, which is a very important part of it. If you have any shows about music that you would highly recommend or not highly recommend. Hmm. Um. I have a couple that I can just talk about uh, <laughs> yeah, and bring off. Um, so I actually just watched this show called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and I told the guys here to watch it if they have the time. It's got one episode out right now, but it's a very unique concept about a woman who hears the songs of people's soul and uses it as a way to help them. So, like, someone's crying out with, like, a really sad song because things in their life are not going well, and she's the only one who can hear that, and she can use those context clues to try and reach out to this person and become, like, a guide for them or just help them out in general. So are these are these real songs? Or yeah, they're they... real songs. Oh. Oh, it's yeah. like a musical show. Like, everyone's singing. Yeah. But, I mean, are they original songs? Or... No. no. Gotcha, so, gotcha. like, the trailer had um, the dude from Pitch Perfect singing uh, Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, like, she just hears the way people are feeling, and it's kind of, like, now her navigating her life. Um, it's really interesting concept because not many musical shows work well. I think this one might. It's just got the pilot out, but I highly recommend checking it out on Hulu. And then the other thing that I saw, I don't know if you guys have uh, the Sack Lunch Bunch on Netflix. Oh, that's the John Mulaney thing, It right? is the John yeah. Mulaney mm. special. So John Mulaney decided he was going to put a bunch of kids together and make a kid's special made by adults because adults know how to make kids' specials. I guess that was, like, the premise of it. And it's really, really funny. He's got some great songs in there, like uh, My Grandma's New Boyfriend Paul, um, uh, Do Flowers Really Exist at Night? Like, there's some weird things because it's just kids' thoughts. Huh. 
So those are two shows I, I would recommend checking out. One's just a special, but the other one is really, really good. Yeah. All right. I was going to say High School Musical is the only musical yeah. related thing. And then thing. Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, this fits beats, in yeah. so perfectly with the music thing. Um, and then I was also thinking, so this one also ties back to the anime. Uh, it's a show called Your Lie in April. Now, the mm, premise of it yep. is, you've heard of it? I've watched it. You've watched it. So it's ago, a yeah. little 13-year-old boy who is a piano prodigy and has a lot of trauma in his backstory because of his mother. Uh, Sean just played a piano key. And um, it, it's just basically he was traumatized uh, based on the way he was growing up. And it's him trying to come back to playing piano at a professional level. He's also in love with this girl who's in love with his best friend. And it's just kind of one of those love stories. And it's middle schoolers and anime. And, and it's, super depressing. It's super depressing as well. But also it's really uplifting at yes. moments too. Like it, the show pays off a lot. It does. I And I think um, I when I watched it a couple of years ago, I thought that one of the most interesting things about it is that I felt that, and because I've, I've done, I was like, I've done, you know, some music stuff in my life. I was in band, I played the trumpet, whatever. I think that it really well captured kind of that feeling that you can get sometimes when making music of just like, or and I guess performance in general uh, of when you're just in your zone, yeah. you're feeling what you're doing. Like maybe you're doing it with someone else and you're really like the collaboration is on point. I thought that it handled that sort of thing really well and yeah. and just the joy of making music I thought was really well expressed in that show. Yeah, and I think it's a gorgeous looking show. Oh, like yeah. the animation well is animated. so beautiful. Um, I agree with you. It, like I've, I'm someone who's done band for a large portion of their life and I get that feeling of like getting up on stage, being nervous, and then flowing into your element when you're performing. And I know like you guys also do stand up too. So yeah. like you understand that performance aspect of the show. Um, I, I think I think Samson, you would really enjoy this show, and I I'll also, it yeah, I, it's another one that I highly recommend. I, I keep show, talking about shows I just like highly recommend, but I think it's because <laughs> it's easy to talk about the things you love, and it's easy to talk about the things you hate. And I haven't really wanted to dive into anything I hate yet, but it's coming. I, I got a few. <laughs> yeah. Okay, lightning round, surprise question. Name one show that you really don't like. Breaking Bad. Really. I gave Breaking Bad as much of a shot as I probably could have. I watched three and a half seasons. So oh, wow. I even got okay. up to, like, the chicken man guy. Like, he, he was a great character, yeah. yeah. And as much as I tried to love it, there was something about the show that I really couldn't get into. And I acknowledge how incredible a performance Brian Cranston does and that the show is well-written. Mm-hmm. It's just not the show for me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um Wow, what do I not like? Hey, you're the one who asked the question, buddy. Yeah, you got to have something prepped. Um, Oh, controversial. Uh, I uh, I, I don't know. Go for it. Just say it. I don't really like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Whoa. Hmm. Um, I think it's got a great cast, and, like, it's got great writing. It's just, like, I wish I could be more into it. Um, And it's one of those shows where, like, See, now we're being too nice. Like, we're, we're choosing shows that are, like, actually good that, that we're just like, oh, this doesn't appeal to me. But, like, um, for I, like, I just have a hard time sometimes with, like, shows that are, like, really sentimental or sweet. And, like, I think sometimes – and my, my I have the same issue with The Good Place at points, but, like, I really hate sentimentality. And it, it makes me, like – Oh man, oh, yeah, I'm just yeah. But um, anyways, um, what we're I, learning is Samson doesn't have a heart, mm-hmm, and he's yeah. okay with showing off his empty chest cavity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I I, ha- I couldn't think of a show off the top of my head real quick, but uh, I was reminded of a movie series that I hate more than anything else: the Divergent movie series, Ooh. Insurgent. 
was the only movie I've ever seen in theaters that made me want to walk out. It wasn't <laughs> worth it. I wanted to leave immediately, but I was watching it with my mother, so I sat through the entire thing. I felt it was terribly acted, directed. I thought the story was garbage, and I had liked the book. I had read the book, and I had liked the book. I'm getting angry now. I'm thinking about sitting in that theater. That's the only time I've gone on my phone in a movie, because normally I respect the people around me, but right there, I couldn't believe that anyone was sitting through that entire film. Oh, boy. I do not like Insurgent. Never watch it. Never oh support God. it. They have a they have a lot of like bad book adaptations into movies, which I think we should yes. talk about another time because I've got a few off the oh, top yeah, of my the head. Young adult novel into movie. There was like a bunch of them for a while. They're rough. Yeah. There yeah. there are a few that are really rough, and I wish that they would go back and like reboot some of them and try again because there's some really incredible books there, and they deserve to be seen in the larger spotlight. Because yeah. I know people hate reading nowadays. It's just like. I don't know. They'd rather watch something You're and read it. You're talking to an English teacher, buddy. I know, but like, oh, like I know personally, I, I get tired of reading because of how much readings I'm supposed to do in college. Like, yeah. you have to do it on a week by week basis for each class you're taking, and it's kind of tough to then pick up something for fun to yeah. read. I'm not going to pretend that I've read a book cover to cover for, in in a casual way in like a couple of years, but you know, um, actually, that's not 100 true. I just read Animal Farm. Mm. It was mm. very good. Did like, you not have to read that for high school? Uh, no, I didn't have to read it in high school. It's a, I, it's the re, part of the reason I read it is because it might be something that I teach to the kids. Mm. Uh, but I also just enjoyed it. And I was like, wow, nice to read a book cover to cover again. See, I, I'm, I read a lot because I can speak, re, re, read really well. My tongue is really sensitive, so I just run my tongue over the print of the page. <laughs> oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. wow. And um, I, I absorb all the information in words like Ooh, you that. You have to show me sometimes. Yeah, the, well, the trick is, too, like, um, you know, you, you, you don't want to, like, re, you, you read the, the words aloud in your head when you, you read and you mm-hmm. want to just like absorb the words in chunks um, without having to read it in your head because it makes it go so much faster um, if you cannot do that. So like by licking, it's just like, yeah. But what do you yeah. learn from envelopes? What? There's nothing printed on it. I can't learn anything from envelopes, Danny. Yeah, but like the glue. Uh, do you get the life story of that horse? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. That's, that's what Horse Girl is about. I, I cry. Yeah, that's the plot of Horse Girl. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever see me sending a letter and I'm sobbing, you know why. Ooh, that, yeah. that horse died in pain. All right. Animal well, Farm? Yeah, Animal, animal Farm. farm. <laughs> uh, I think that's about all the time we really have for this episode. Uh, do you guys have any final shout-outs you'd like to give? I do because uh, my mom listened to the last one. Uh, noticed that I said for about one sentence something about my dad and that I didn't mention her at all. So, uh, Mom, this is for you. Everyone should floss their teeth. Make sure you <laughs> floss regularly. Yeah, this is for Mommy and Daddy, too. Floss your teeth. Oh, I thought for, you were going to have a message after yeah. that. <laughs> for Mommy and Daddy. Love, Sammy. <laughs> Those are kisses. Ooh. Uh, don't floss your teeth just do the floss dance no no i'm just trying to think because last time one of you went opposite of don't brush your teeth and brush your teeth so i'm trying to mimic that but all right guys yeah um thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed and we'll hopefully catch you all next time bye 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 (laughs) this part's gonna get cut out (laughs) you know what no 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 no. hold up samson we're now gonna have to keep this so sean acknowledges the fact that this has been said no it's okay we can We can cut it out. No. Bye.